Today on Rooted Daily, we talk about why you should be an encourager. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where in 10 minutes or less each day, we root you in the Bible so you can grow with God, you can weather the storms of life, and you can bear fruit. I'm Brandon Levy, and today we're talking about being encouraged by God's Word and using it to encourage others. You know, this is, of course, part of God's plan for Christians. We are to be encouragers and be encouraged by other Christians. That's what we're here for. Hebrews uh, 10, 19 says, Therefore, brothers, since we have confidence to enter the holy places by the blood of Jesus, by the new and living way that he opened for us through the curtain, that is, through his flesh, and since we have a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near with a true heart and full assurance of faith, with our hearts sprinkled clean from an evil conscience and our bodies washed with pure water. Let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering, for he who promised is faithful. And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day approaching. You know, being with other Christians should be a joyful and an encouraging thing. It should stir us up to love and to do good works that we're called to. We should not neglect that time together because it is desperately needed. You know, many of you already know that. That's why you're with the church whenever it meets. But maybe it's more out of a sense of obligation instead of joy and need. Or you grew up in a home that didn't prioritize worshiping with other Christians. Maybe your family loosely talked about Jesus, but it was more of a, a personal thing. And meeting with the local church wasn't the top priority for your faith. And in fact, some even say that meeting with the church is damaging to your faith and, and that you can be more faithful on your own. You don't need to be around people judging and critiquing you all the time. They, they'll say the things that only discourage you if you're around them too long. And now, that should be a reminder to us in the church that we must not become what they claim we are, which is simply a modern day Pharisee. Jesus said that the scribes and the Pharisees, they sit at Moses' seat. Therefore, whatever they tell you to observe, that observe and do. But do not do according to their works, for they say, but they do not do. For they bind heavy burdens hard to bear and lay them on men's shoulders, but they themselves will not move them with one of their fingers." but all their works they do to be seen by men. They make their phylacteries broad and enlarge the borders of their garments. They love the best places at, at feasts, the best seats in the synagogues, greetings in the marketplaces, and to be called by men, rabbi, rabbi. But you do not be called rabbi, for one is your teacher, the Christ, and you are all brethren. Do not call anyone on earth your father, for one is your father, he who is in heaven. And do not be called teachers, for one is your teacher, the Christ, but he who is greatest among you shall be your servant. And whoever exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself will be exalted. You know, Christians, we should not lord ourselves over others. That was the repeated theme of what Christ kept saying to these Pharisees, we should not bind heavy burdens on people that we refuse to observe. In fact, we should not bind any burden on anyone other than what Christ has already bound. Once we refuse to show mercy to others, 
we show that we don't really understand the mercy that Christ shows us. So if we find ourselves slipping into that role of judge and executioner, meaning we don't really care about the fate of others around us, we just want to feel superior to those around us, then our critics, they have us pegged and we don't really know God the way we claim. We cannot claim to be encouragers if we don't care what happens to the people around us. But there's a but here. You know, there is a huge difference between a modern day Pharisee and calling people to live more godly lives. Yeah, every godly leader we see in scripture called his people to repent, including and perhaps most of all Jesus. But the message of Jesus is the most encouraging news we'll ever hear. You know, here's where the disconnect happens. People have a hard time encouraging and being encouraged by other Christians because they have this idea that God's commands are supposed to make us miserable. And Satan is working hard to make us believe that. He wants us to believe that God has a master plan to make us unhappy. And so anytime we are together, we're reminded, maybe it's a verbal reminder, or maybe it's just subconscious by being around other Christians, that we should be following these commands that we think God designed with the sole intent of making our lives awful. That's what Satan has taught us. Here's what the Bible says, though. God's commandments are for our good. They encourage us because they are designed to help us. Everything God tells us to do is good for us. God didn't give us commands because he needs servants to keep the lights on in some church building or because we can somehow make him greater than he already is that we can improve on him. He doesn't tell us to do things because he needs us. He does it because we have needs and his commandments, they meet those needs. Deuteronomy 10 verse 12, it says, Israel, what does the Lord your God require of you but to fear the Lord your God, to walk in all his ways, to love him, to serve the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul, and to keep the commandments and statutes of the Lord, which I am commanding you today for your good. You know, all the commandments are God are for our good. God knows what is right for us. In, in the moment, his commands might seem like they're restrictive. But in fact, we know from the gospel that the commands of God are what actually free us. They're not restrictive. They are the opposite. Jesus describes the life we can find when we obey God in Matthew 13, 44. He said, the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and covered up. Then in his joy, he goes and sells all that he has and buys that field. Now, you can't get more encouraging than the, what the commands of God promise us. When God commands us to serve him, what does he say? Psalm 100 and verse two, serve the Lord with gladness, come into his presence with singing. Serving God is not miserable. God gave us the opportunity to serve so we can be joyful. What about giving? When he commands us to give, what does he say? Second Corinthians 9, 7 says, each one must give as he has decided in his heart, not reluctantly, not under compulsion, for God loves a cheerful giver. God doesn't want us to be miserable givers. Give joyfully, he says. God's commands, they're not there to make us miserable. If they are making us miserable, then we have the wrong perspective. They are there for our good. They're there for our joy. Building each other up to understand and love the commands of God is the most encouraging thing we can do. That's why 
we can't neglect meeting together. Being with other Christians is when we can prepare each other for the war that is waging on outside. It's where we can get our battle plan and give each other the strength and the encouragement we need to get through the hardships and the pain and the suffering and the storms of this life. So be an encourager and let yourself be encouraged by the commands of God. That'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. And I'm looking forward to sitting down, studying God's word with you next time. Hey there, thank you so much for stopping for this episode of Rooted Daily. It is so important to take a few minutes to root ourselves in Christ and in his word, and I'm so glad you did it with us today. If you think it's important that others hear this good news, make sure to hit the share button and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app. It helps us reach more and more people every day with the message of Jesus. Most importantly, though, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Christ, shoot me an email to brandon at rooteddaily.com right now.